This is how it's going to start. Twitch.tv set. Also, if you want to go to the Patreon in the ditch, it's Patreon.com slash live to tape. Patreon slash page slash docs page slash slash com dot patreon.com slash live to tape. I have to mention some upcoming live show dates for you real quick. In the month of February, I'll be in Nashville with Mr. Duncan Trussell at Zanies, the 18th and 19th. Then on to Tacoma, Washington on March 10th, 11th, and 12th, again with Mr. Duncan Trussell. Then I'll be all by myself in Cincinnati, Ohio at Motor Pub on Sunday the 20th. Then I'll be in Nashville at Dark Matter Monday the 21st then good old Atlanta on the 22nd of March at the Earl. Thank you for listening. Please come out to the show so they're going to be a blast. Hi, it's me, everybody. It's good old Kevin T, the Wishbone Frenzy Maniac McGee MacGyver Driver here on Daddy's Big Blue Boat. It's the same color as the water, so you can't get it. It's like a glass bottom boat, but it's blue, so it's the glass. I don't know. We're still figuring it out, but we're happy you're here. Thanks for being on the podcast. It's called Live the Tape. Also known as the Executive Buffet. Also known as Love to Tape. And also known as Live the Tap. Incredible guest today. One of the best guests you can possibly get. One of the best guests for this podcast. One of the best guests for his podcast. One of the best guys that exists to have to be able to talk to it all. You're gonna love him. He stepped in, he's the one of the greatest around. His name's Eddie Pepitown. Almost, Almost rhymed. rhymed. Here he is. Yes. Gotta click, got it. 
Don't you love that when the, when the computer's like, hey man, I'm just a computer. Hey, you got it? Is that cool with you? Hey, I may be a soulless computer that it takes that, you know, about 12 people overseas die, die to make, um, but I'm hip, man. Hey, I, man. I am very hip. Yo, what's up? Hey, is it cool if we record this? No big deal, but um, we just wanted to check in with you. How are you? Is this pretty... Dude, this coffee is good. <laughs> yeah, and and like, I don't know if you have um, an Apple Watch for uh-huh. fitness, but it says shit like, if you close a ring, you're crushing it, dude. Oh. And I'm like, thanks, Apple. AC, I call it. Apple, no, AW, Apple Watch. I'm like, thanks, AW. Thanks, AW. <laughs> I'm crushing it. Eddie Pepitone! Mm. Eddie Pepitone, live. Sort of in person, virtual. Yeah, man, you're not doing in person yet, huh? Because of uh, uh, the pandemic. I mean, I have, I've, I've gone in and out a bit, but I'm, yeah. I'm trying to be consistent, and this allows for the most consistency. Um, yeah. You know, we're just trying to like. I feel like at this point, but, we're just waiting for the lifeboats to arrive. So I'm just, you know what I mean? But they're not coming. Yeah, dude. Yeah, dude, we're we're going down. We're going down fast, and it's, we're going down hard. And uh, you know, there may be a few years of respite, but then there's going to be more shit coming down the pike. And I'm so glad I timed my life right. Like, you know, I'm older. I got a life in, and it's. I worry about the young people like yourself, John. I'm not that young anymore. You know, I feel I know that. Mm. You know, I you have, look it. You look. I, I look it, but I have. It's hard to believe, but even though time has passed for you, it has also passed for me. Time has has passed. I have. Is that um, right? It has. I do feel sort of similar in a way where there's a lot of stuff now where um, I'm like, mm-hmm. well, I, I've done a lot of stuff at this point. I feel really good about what I've done. Right. There's right. not a whole lot left to. Do. I mean, there is a whole lot left to do, but that'd be funny that you're totally done. You're like, you know what? I look back. And my body of work, I think, speaks for itself. Yeah. (laughs) Well, it's the kind of thing where anything new is either going to take extraordinary effort or it's kind of like like a repeat of what's already happened. So I I know this. You reflect that. I hear you. I hear you. you You've done some big movies, which is awesome. Mm -hmm. That's That's, awesome. That's super cool to do that. Yeah, and that's like such a – they're just like what? They're just a thing, you know? It's not like a... I know. It's like a big... They, they like, pass. It's like everything fucking... Everything, you know, it's like even the big things, right? They're, they're here and then they're gone and then you're mm-hmm. back to... It's not like you're back to square one, but it's like, okay, that's over. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, like, I got to do something else now or something like that. I don't right. know. Yeah. Then yeah. There's, no, there's no right way to figure it out, I suppose. It's sort of like... No, um, no. It's just... How is the pandemic? Yeah. How is the pandemic? Now that's a great like starting point. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I feel like I'm interviewing you, but this fucking time pandemic, I I read somebody said on Twitter that um, since the pandemic, there's no uh, demarcation between years. It feels like one long year. Since oh my 2020. God. Absolutely. I was just thinking about this the other day because it's obviously in, it's 2022 now. And I was trying to write a joke. I have to keep about reminding that. myself. Yeah. I can't. To me, 2020 and 21 
are the same year. I yes. can, my brain cannot differentiate Absolutely. them. Absolutely, there's talking, nothing to differentiate. Yeah, yeah. it feels. As, I was talking to a friend. I was like, "So you are you doing this festival thing?" And she's like, "Yeah, I did that last year." I'm like, "What? What do you mean you did it last mm. year? Like they mm -hmm. just made an announcement for it?" She's like, "Yeah, that was this, that was last year." It's like, "No fucking yes. way! How is that possible?" Exactly. Same. Same with me, man. You so know, strange. I own the way I. Yeah, the way I. Uh, Oh, sorry about. It. I'm the last person with the landline. I love, love hearing that, though. It really is, sounds nice. It's very comforting. It's almost like we're in an uh, office. Yes. Pep <laughs> it's like it's like uh, the office. Actually, it makes me think of that uh, the Ricky Gervais office where the phone was always ringing. Pepitone Associates, um, how can I help you? Eddie Pepitone Let's hear, let's hear if it's anybody. Eddie Pepitone Hospital. No, always a hangout. It's a, it, you know what a landline is these days? It's a scam line. Like yeah. if I ever pick it up, it's like, uh, hello, sir. Do you know your car warranty <laughs> has a run out? And I'm like, and, I, and of course I play it. I'm like, no, <laughs> what do I have to do? What do I have to do? Because I have this suitcase full of cash and I just want to give it to somebody that I don't know. How long do you rope a dope them? <laughs> As long as they let me, they usually are pretty smart. Yeah. They usually like no, I'm fucking with them because I go over the top. I'm so I'm so angry at these fraudsters. Me too. I feel the same way. I do a, like, a similar thing, yeah. and it's like you really can't touch them. For the most part, you can't. There's nothing you can do. And essentially, I find myself fucking with the fraudsters, and then it's five minutes later, and <laughs> I'm the angry one, and they're someplace who knows where. And they're on to the next exactly. call. They've forgotten that I ever existed. I, you know what I think is amazing because I just had my fucking bank account hijacked, wow. which is a scary thing. That is scary. Not actually. the debit card, okay. not the debit card, but the actual fucking account, which means a check I wrote. Somebody took the routing number, and I don't want to brag that I have routing numbers or checks, but somebody <laughs> took the routing number and account number, and you know. I checked my bank account and I'm glad I did because I usually don't check my bank account mm -hmm. just out of disdain for how much money I have. But I checked my bank account and there were seven fucking charges that day from places I never heard of. I had to go to the bank, close all my fucking accounts Damn. and fucking get a new account. And now I have to do that thing where all the shit that I have hooked to automatic. Mm -hmm. You know, like I get, you know, I get blood automatically deposited from the blood bank. I get, I get glucose <laughs> delivered, right? Um, do, you know, farm to table glucose. Yeah, that's what Pelosi I, I, does too, right? Yeah, me and Nance. Yeah, are, Nance, uh, sweetheart. Ah, uh, I love her scarves. That's why I started mm -hmm. wearing one. She's like Margaret Thatcher with a little bit of pizzazz. Yeah, that's a great way to put it. I miss Iron Maggie. Uh -huh. I miss the Iron Lady, and and um, I, you know Pelosi. Thank God she's still around. You know. Yeah, they call yeah, her good person. Great person. Super. I love her stock tips. I get them every week. <laughs> mm -hmm. And her and Chuck Schumer is also a doll. Oh, Chuck. Which we go to the deli all the time. You go to the deli. Yeah, yeah, we go to the pool. We swim laps because we're trying to stay alive. 
me and Chuck just swim laps and I love spitting water out at him and he he playfully knocks water toward me. You know, it's very nice. He asked me to put on a strap on and I said no. <laughs> but Well that's good because Chuck mm-hmm. is a little too uh he's a little too randy sometimes. Yeah. That's you a know? word that I, I don't get to use at home very often. The word Randy. It's one of those words where right. it's like, it sounds I know a guy. I know people named Randy, and it's weird yes, to, say, to, to use the word in a sexual context. Yeah. Well, I like that word. You know, it's one of those words that doesn't get enough play. Mm-hmm. It's been pushed to the back a little bit, you know, by all the <laughs> slang. And I think it still media? has legs. Yeah, it still has legs. <laughs> yeah. Do you, uh, you, do you consume a lot of news? Dude, I, you know what? I have, I have realized so many fucked up things about myself uh, <laughs> during this pandemic. And mm-hmm. one is that I am addicted to bad news. Uh-huh. The worse the news, the better for me. And I'm, mm-hmm. being, I'm just being honest. I know that's yeah, not I a mean, good trait. That's true. I think most people feel that way, though, isn't it? That's kind of like yeah, the, but uh, it's 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 really fucked up. I think yeah, they have us hooked. They definitely do hardcore. I I always think about because I have like a similar bent. I I'm like I love like stuff that's like um, doom and gloom kind of stuff. I used to like it a lot more. I kind of had to, had to pull myself out of it just because it was like too much. But I think I feel like um, yeah, yeah. You always make fun of stuff so much, make fun of that stuff. Do you ever think there's like a thing where in the process of making fun of it, it's like you're kind of like, I don't know how to describe it, but you're like cleaning it. You're almost like expunging it by making a joke about it. Yeah, Do you a feel little bit. Better? It's cathartic. Yeah, cathartic. Yeah. I mean, that's that's the word, cathartic. If it's yeah, like... cathartic is another word that's gotten pushed back with Randy. But yeah, cathartic, It it is cathartic to like, to like take shots at it because mm-hmm. it's like it's like how most of my stand-up when I was younger revolved around my dad. I would I would go after my dad because I felt like he dominated me seriously. Like he was very strict with me. So I would go after him on stage. And uh uh it's the same thing with news. I feel like it kind of dominates mm-hmm. a lot of stuff and I go after it just like my father. You know, I'm asking the news for money now. You are just like my dad <laughs> with the, with your latest special, which is like mm. one of my favorite specials I've ever seen. Oh, thank it's you, so Johnny. if people haven't seen it, who are listening, if you haven't seen it, you have to see it. Cause it's thank like, you, no one says this, no one will say this out loud, but 85% of all stand up specials are <clears> not <throat> special and they're <laughs> barely funny, but yours yes. manages to be, I can't both. watch them. Yeah, Thank I can't. You, I can watch like every once in a while. I watch one, like you see the Brian. Yeah, me too. Yeah, Brian Simpson is this great comic. I hear he's getting. I oh. hear he's getting real. I have to watch it one. Is that a full hour? No, it's not. It's just like a. It's part of the Netflix stand ups thing. But his. So How much maybe, did I get? I think maybe twenty five minutes or something. Maybe thirty at the most. That's a good time. That's great a good time because an hour is a long time to sustain. Yeah. As I've learned many times on stage. Hour, hour is too long. I think it's too long. It truly it's is. It's a lot, man. It's not it's how a lot. It's, it's too long. It's not supposed to be that long. It's like having like a five-hour dinner. You don't want to. No one's no <laughs> one's enjoying this. 
all that are happening is their ass is sticking to the seat and you're just like, okay, let's fuck. I need to yeah. move around. Yeah. I've yeah. done plenty of hours um, and I've done, but my favorite, like because of headlining mm-hmm. and my favorite sweet spot is like 45, yeah. 50. That's something I can do. And, but an hour always feels like I'm padding it with like, and you uh-huh. were from where now? Yes. Oh, that's beautiful place. <laughs> <laughs> I, yeah, I don't. I've done an hour a couple times, but I think for me it's like 30, <clears throat> 30 minutes, thirty-five minutes. That's like you're out the door, and they're like, oh, "It's over." I'm like, "Yeah, it's over." Yeah. Yeah. Well, good for you. I mean, you know, when you're headlining, they ask you to do fucking fifty at least. Sometimes, most of the time, you know. I a lot of times so. do not do that. But Good also, for you, man. I'm not headlining that much either, so there you go. Right, but if you're when you're headlining, if you're just doing 30, I think that takes balls, you know. Yeah. Well, back to your special, back to your incredible mm-hmm, special. Because mm-hmm, mm-hmm. when I was watching that, I was thinking like, it's you're you're taking all these things to task in a way. It's so funny, but that to me is like the beauty of what you do. Is like you're you're making fun of all this stuff, but it's kind of like. Uh, there's like this weird Zen quality to it because you're you're like we're saying we're living in this shit and isn't it hilarious that like this is like this is the reality that we live in it's yeah. so it's there's like do you ever find like the, I mean that stuff um like how do you make how do you make it funny when did you start being able to make that stuff funny was it just well it's it you know it's hard by the way to do that kind of stuff in the clubs like you know i I, Mm -hmm. i'm a regular at the comedy store and i just performed saturday night man and these people didn't want to hear about the collapse of the ecosystem on on dates on saturday night and i'm like screaming at them going you know it's over right Uh and they don't want to hear that on a saturday night you know like oh the you know honey let's go to the comedy store and hear pepitone talk about the arctic melting uh-huh. <laughs> and she's like, okay, Johnny. <laughs> yeah. No, but, you know, I think because I have always like, besides comedy, I've always been super into, what would you call it? A history, uh, left wing writers who were really smart. I read the right writers like Chris Hedges, Chomsky, like guys who look like, Chomsky says this Chomsky's is a great a right, quote from. You can think Chomsky's right. I mean, right, <laughs> uh, like right, uh, right on what issue? No, no, I mean, no. Oh, a writer. I okay. Said a writer. Oh, sorry. Okay, I so, messed up. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. He's not right wing. No, he's all. very left. Um, yeah, that'd be funny. It's like you think Chomsky's right, and he's just faking it. You think he's right? Could anyway, be. could be right. Um, anyway, like he said, the United States is the most propagandized. Uh, culture in the world more than the Soviet Union during communism. Yes, yes. And uh, he, um, you know, his famous book, and they made it into a movie, Manufacturing Consent. Yeah, I remember watching that in college years ago. It's good, right? It's incredible. And now, to me, that's what I love. I love trying to lift the curtain up as a, as, as a, just a person. Like, I want to see how I'm getting fucked. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. 
And I'm surprised more people, I think people just watch kind of cable news and read mainstream news and they get, and, and I do it too. If I put on that fucking cable TV, I start getting sucked into their narrative and their like, you know, the Russians are the reason why Hillary Clinton lost, you know? <laughs> yeah. No, I don't think so, you know? Um, but it takes, it takes knowing who are the good writers to read? Matt Taibbi, Chomsky Hedges. Taibbi's uh, great. Yeah, Naomi Klein. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, that kind of stuff. So I, I want that to inform my comedy because I feel like, you know, my critique... <laughs> but I like to rail against everything. My critique about stand-up is that a lot of it is just bullshit. Here we are in a period of history where, I, you know, the ship is kind of going down in a lot of ways, man. Mm-hmm. And if you walk in any comedy club, there's mostly dick jokes yeah. or whatever. It's kind of a cognitive dissonance of sorts. Yeah. Yeah, or just exactly. a, a, like a like a willful willful ignorance, maybe a, a kind willful of ignorance. And then there's a whole, you know, uh, angle of thought about being comedian and is like, look, people want to forget that shit. Yeah. You know, so I you know, that makes me go, oh, yeah, yeah people would just want to laugh. But that's why I try to make that shit funny. Yeah. Well, that's know? what you do. That's no one's doing is you're, you're taking this stuff that's very real, but you're like, oh, a lot of the stuff we can't really do anything about it. It's such a big thing, we can't affect yeah, corporate. it. Corporate. So all we can do is laugh at the insanity of this, mm-hmm. um, this, these things that are happening, these massive things that are happening, and it's just like, wow, this is. Yeah. I remember being. This is wild. Yeah. Yeah. I was in. I was at some show, right before the pandemic. I think maybe a few months before, and Lori Kilmartin got there, and we were just making chit chat. She was saying how. Did you know that Amazon just acquired Ring, the Ring doorbell company, the company that has the, the little cameras yeah. in your doorbell? And I'm like, mm-hmm. oh my God, it's over. <laughs> like, like that to me was the most, like, what the fuck? How is that possible? This biggest company <laughs> in the world now has the biggest surveillance machine attached to their company? Like, I know it's so they can guarantee their the correct arrival of their packages, but that's what they're telling you, you know? It's like this thing where it's so obvious that it's that's some it's got a sinister nature to it. It's it's yeah. it's, it's hilarious. It's hilarious like we this is actually well, something that's happened. Dude, dude, it's like we're we're the most uh not only propagandized uh population on the face of the earth, but the most surveilled. Oh, yeah. The surveillance. I mean, our phones and I'm I'm totally guilty of it i'm like so on the grid i got my mm-hmm. apple phone i got my ipad and none of this is a brag <laughs> and i have i have all these fucking things that i'm being tracked every purchase every you know they fucking know me to a t and i'm uh-huh. sure they're like ah he's reading hedges this fucking dope you know uh whatever it's like and the, and the ring doorbell thing, I mean, is that anything compared to what the NSA is doing to us? That Snowden had right. to go to Moscow for, you know, where they they just they just take every email you have. Yeah. They take every text you have if they want. You know? It's 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 
I don't know, man. I don't even know what to say anymore except to point it out, uh, mm-hmm. laugh at it, you know, um, and it it won't change until there's enough people who are fucking furious and who are going to opt out of stuff, you know, yeah. but I don't know. I always wonder because a lot of times I think about it where it's like laundry where you usually most people don't do laundry until they have to do laundry. And I always feel that way about with a lot of changes like that where people really don't care. They'll not care as long as they cannot care until it's something like, oh, I have to care about this because it's directly affecting me. I think that's what seems like the the way that they're able um, and corporations mm-hmm. are able to get away with this stuff because they're able to, they figured out that that's how people think about it. So if they can keep them unaware and if they can make it so it doesn't really affect you abruptly, then people won't notice. Yeah. Like, yeah. Like but a, <clears throat> like a, you know, you know, when I, you know, in the last couple of times I have cried, and again, this isn't to brag that I have that kind of vulnerability, but the last couple of times I have cried is fucking having to call like a cable company or any corporate thing the phone trees make me cry and then i they 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 want you know they route me to wherever vietnam you know and i just want to talk about and i'm like where where are you located and they go vietnam and i go how is how is it the weather there and they're like hot and and i'm like can i have someone who's in the us because i want to fucking talk to someone who knows exactly what area i'm talking it's just so maddening and you can't do anything about that but the other thing i wanted to say the big weapon corporations have is how distracted we are Mm -hmm by and i'm again i'm guilty about this i think i have a joke that says have you noticed as the society has collapsed that netflix and hulu plus have gotten better and better in conjunction with the collapse of society (laughs) like like i'm right now buried in ozark okay yeah they've been making programming because it's like they have to the, the bread and circuses has to be better Perfect. Yes. Yeah. I was yeah. thinking about the bread and circuses because I've been eating a lot of bread. Me just, too. I'm just I eating can't, bread. That's, that's another thing I can't stop. I just I just was walking my dog again. Uh, I'm sure people can get a dog, but I have a dog and I was walking. I was walking my dog and a guy that I know who was walking his dog. We start scrolling down the street together like two old men talking about stuff. And he, he says, you shouldn't eat any sugar. And I'm like, you're fucking right. You're fucking right. And I've said this about a million times mm-hmm. in my life. And then as soon as I get home, I'm right for the bread. Um, I'm right for the raspberry jam. And I'm like, uh-huh. I'll, I'll, you know, I'll do it when, when they tell me I have to. No one's ever going to tell you you have to, right? Doctors, you a know, doctor, like okay. if if it's really dire, you know, you have to. If have it's to. really dire, you know, like I can't okay, do listen, it. You, you, it's so hard, right? Like, yeah, but I also food. feel like it's part of life that I enjoy is having some. I know, right? Having a croissant. Oh my 
God, do you know the new croissant place in Eagle Rock? No. It's incredible. It's staffed entirely by robots. And they're just these, yeah, yeah. They're just these robots and they put so, and you can manipulate them. Mm-hmm. You know, you have to kind of flatter them like, oh, it's so good that you don't feel, and they'll give you more butter. <laughs> <laughs> so they'll make I, I, bro- extra buttery? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I talk about uh, robots because my friend actually saw one delivering food. I'm not kidding about that. I saw one once. I saw one. You did too? The little cart, I haven't the little, seen that. little robot with the big eyes. It looks like Wally, kind of. It, that's where we're yeah. going. You know, and now stores make you check yourself out, Mm -hmm. you know, like we're checking ourselves out with a scanner, you know, they're making us do everything now. Do you ever think any of this stuff? Because sometimes I I try to think about like in the, this is the most positive spin I can put on it. Is this is Mm -hmm. all just kind of like a slow or maybe not so slow, actually, process of humans leaving their bodies and becoming, um, a consciousness that's uploaded. So we're basically just ditching our Whoa. physical selves, our physical, <laughs> our physical bodies. Yeah. I mean, I think that, you know, individually we actually should strive to expand our consciousness and mm-hmm. to realize that, you know, that a big part of our, uh, life is inner life and not just uh the uh, not just like constantly seeking outside stuff like like uh like cats Katie. well you have to make your life enjoyable and animals are the, are the best actually yeah but but like you know what i mean like seeking external validation mm-hmm. if we could get it from inside and we're comics which we are the most needy people on the face of the planet. I oh, think. yeah. it's I hate it, but I, I think about that same thing. Where I did a couple sets on Saturday. I did the most, I did three in one night, which is the most I've done. Wow. It was just an accident. It just happened to be like they all lined up. You know, I've been trying to book more shows and that just happened right. that way. And I was, I, had, I hadn't had like a good set in a, in a while. And then I was yeah. so nervous and I went back into it. And I was like, oh my God, after, after that night was over, I, I had three mm-hmm. great sets and I did some new stuff. I felt like a different person. Oh, totally. But I was like, well, I, now I that's good too. Mm-hmm. Well, no, I think that's re- you know, that, and I was talking to another friend, a uh, comedian friend, Katie, I'm talking to Johnny Pemberton. <laughs> um, I'm talking to another friend that, you know, we, we kind of need that mm-hmm. as comedians. We need like, and, and comedy, Stand-up has been a lifesaver for me, period. But especially during the pandemic, when I got vaxxed, you know, I started getting back out there. I was like, okay, I'm vaxxed. I can't fucking not get out there. And I just changed. I became such a happier person because we connect. We, I mean, it's actually a gift that we have the ability to, like, communicate through humor. And people love you. Yeah. You know, it isn't a political <clears throat> diatribe, you know. It's such a basic thing. I was talking to this mm-hmm. guy, uh, Raghu Marcus, who works with Ram Dass's foundation. He was telling me uh-huh. how how uh, one of the things that Ram Dass said late in his life, because someone asked him, so I think someone asked him, like, what are the two most important things? And Ram Dass very quickly 
and it succinctly said love and humor and to have like that be, wow that's so interesting to I've, hear that like humor is is as important that's so interesting you know what i i i, I think so because you know when you take everything super seriously mm-hmm. it leads to the fucking war basically oh, it's death yeah it's and serious. i and i'm fucking guilty of it and i think comedians actually are this paradox of people who were actually like ridiculously serious yeah. but <laughs> then it tips over it tips yeah. over into like the only way they know since they're so fucking intensely upset about shit mm-hmm. you know or depressed or anxious mm-hmm. that they then go into humor because it's a necessity you know and and so i think what and i constantly have to tell myself this too if i find myself being really fucking angry at something i'm going fucking lighten up you know and that's humor like fucking lighten you know like yeah that's definitely lighten up is the thing because that's how i was uh thinking about like in terms of the pandemic just what it was was this thing that was very heavy everything was heavy nothing was light at all because you weren't allowed to be light with something you can't be you can't even now it's hard to be light like if you want to make a joke about COVID, make a joke about masks, make a, make a joke about it. You're not saying yes or no to the thing. You're just making fun of the situation. You're making fun of the thing that you're, we're living in. And people are like, Ooh, mm-hmm. are you anti-vax or are you, are you pro-? like, no, I'm just making fun of the fact that exactly. we are alive dealing with this absolute total novel insanity. And that to yes. me is this thing that it's really detrimental. The idea that there's people who are taking away lightness. If you if you like if you if you're telling someone they can't be light about something, that is so so sinister. Oh, dude, you're talking. You're like getting into the the fucking whole thing about you know cancel get you know mm-hmm. cancel culture, and you have to say you know, the right thing because um, you can't, you know, say something that's not sensitive to, you know, certain groups because your words could trigger an extinction of these people. Uh-huh. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like It's it such is an intense. irony too because some of these people we're talking about are people who are, they're the most supportive of people who are on a fringe group, people who are like a, discriminated against talking about yeah. people who support any kind of person or that or they, they, they themselves are someone who's experienced a similar thing and you get in trouble for being light for making a joke about something yeah yeah but you know you have to be smart about it yeah that's know, true you have to be smart about it but i do admire the comics i'm like Chappelle and like bill burr uh mm-hmm. who they're not scared to just fucking talk about shit. I always admire comics that talk about stuff that I'm like afraid to. Really? You know, and when they do it, well, if they do it in, if they do it in a smart, funny way, right. I'm like, oh, fuck, how come I'm not dealing with that topic? And, and the other flip side to that is that I see comics who are assholes. 
about yeah. talking about stuff and they're just dicks and they're punching down at people, you know, and they're not being smart about it. So I'm talking about, I love when comics can just talk about something without worrying uh, if they're right or wrong, but they're smart and funny. Feels like you have to have like a, a cancer scare or something to get to that point. I think I would need that. Something to just remind me of my imminent yeah. death. Maybe like well, a, just a, a huge ketamine Something to experience. remind you yeah. uh, of your imminent death. You mean like a pandemic, you know? Pandemic, because that's what- Pandemic is so amorphous, you know? It's not like a- So true. It's not a guy at your door with a machete. No, but there's something even more insidious about the pandemic, mm -hmm. at least early on, especially it was sort of like, you, it was sort of like a, you think you heard a knock at the door when you got a cough. Is that a, or, you know, or running nose, you know, or diarrhea, which again, I don't want to brag about my bowels, but I, you know, I have had some of that. You've had some uh, diarrhea? Yeah. Di mm -hmm. di diarrhea. Yeah. How do you spell diarrhea? Do you go with the traditional That's spelling? a tough one. Yeah. That's a tough one. I always have to like get corrected by the uh, autocorrect. When I meet someone new, I always ask them how they spell diarrhea because that tells you a lot about where they're from. It's a great pickup line, actually. Yeah. How do you spell yeah. diarrhea? Oh, my God. You're very funny, they say, usually. Yeah. You know? I never spell <laughs> diarrhea correctly. Me neither. Me neither. Um, but there's night classes, which I love. You know? Yeah. There's night school. Also, when I'm driving my Uber or Lyft, I have a dictionary next to me. And I say, folks, do you know how to spell diarrhea? And I'll just spell it for them. <laughs> I was at a hotel recently, and they have a big sign by the pool. that says, if you've had active diarrhea within oh the my God, I, within 14 I days, 14 days, you cannot swim. That, would, that pool would be empty if mm -hmm. it was adhered to. You know, active because the diarrhea. American diet. <laughs> As opposed to passive diarrhea, I have passive diarrhea. Well, there is. Yeah, there's a very lethargic diarrhea. I think <laughs> lethargic is the word you're lethargic looking for. Lethargic is a great word. Another word that has been, you know, randyized, I call it. Yeah. When the French, the French are lethargic all the time. They don't have a word for lethargic, do they? The French, oh, yeah. They do. They have. I love the French language. Oh, dude, have you performed in France? No. I feel I like would, you would. I've never been crush in France for some reason. Are you oh, serious? Have you? No, I haven't. But there's something that like <laughs> it's just an intuition. You know what I mean? How you know how the French love jazz and they love who do they Jerry love? Lewis. They love Jerry Lewis. <laughs> I don't. Why do they love Jerry Lewis? Does anyone ever figure it out? Uh I think that's a weakness in their character. I think <laughs> that. I think they love slapstick because, okay. by the way, if you've ever seen, uh, there are some great French comedies. Really? Like movies? I think so. Movies is okay. what I'm talking about. Like, have you ever heard of a guy? Check this guy out after the podcast, Jacques Paty. Oh, yeah. Uh, you know, yeah. I've never checked him out, but Fadem, Josh Fadem, my good friend, is a huge fan of Tati. I can see that because Fadem is very physical. Oh, very physical, you know? yeah. He, you know who Jacques Tati reminds me of? Like every time I see him, I think of Ron Lynch. Oh, cool. Okay, that's that's saying a lot because Ron has that thing where 
Yeah, it's a very specific. Okay. It's so low key, you know what I mean? Like Ron's thing is always low key, you know. Yeah, and it's you don't know if he's joking or not, but next thing you know, you're in his little mm -hmm. world there that he's made, and you're like, holy yes. shit, this is kind of psychedelic, but it's very yes. grounded. Yeah, it's mm -hmm. kind of psychedelic, but grounded, much like um, kind of psychedelic, but grounded, much like the movie Yellow Submarine. Or maybe, <laughs> do, do you check out Water's World before you go to sleep on Fox oh, News? I, <laughs> I thought what you were talking about, I listened to Rain when to try oh, to yeah. fall asleep to, and mm -hmm. I love it. I go to YouTube again, not the break, and uh, I have a YouTube premium account, oh. which means nice sound effects. Um, and I I listen to like that stuff. Is it called ASMR? I think that's uh, ASMR is kind of uh, what is that? What is that? I think it stands for something like autonomic sensory meridian response or something like that. Automatic sensory meridian response. Oh, Anything just can be means... ASMR for any person, but I think the typical ASMR stuff is when it's like someone like making sounds that are small and low, like a like a like a barber. I love the rain. Make. Yeah, rain, rain. Oh, did you say a barber? Yeah, a lot of people like do like <laughs> haircut stuff. I don't know how to just no. I I don't no. I don't know how I know about this stuff, but I do. It's it's something where I'm always like, well, if nothing works out, I can go. I'll go into ASMR. It'd be funny, like mm -hmm. if you're a young kid and, you know, your your dad wants you to be a doctor and you're like, Dad, I've decided to go into AMSR. And he goes, you're crazy. What are you going to do? Just get a scissor and put it next to a microphone? Actually, That's not a living, son. You'd be surprised. I just put a down payment on a condo. <laughs> exactly. Using a microphone exactly. with ears on it. Exactly. It is a bit exactly. sexual, but you know, it, it pays the bills. Hey, by the way, you know why these things are so popular is because people are so fucking stressed out mm -hmm. from our high speed fucking distracted culture and just all the other insanity. And they, they want to just like they, and, and another big thing is people watch like hands opening like, gifts yeah. or just it's like people want to slow down dad i'm gonna just put my hands in front of the camera on youtube and open rappers what the hell are you talking about you need to get a <laughs> medical degree no i'm just gonna open candy it's i i just bought a new chevy blazer <laughs> They don't even make the blazer anymore. <laughs> yeah, you know what's funny, dude, is that I was I, I was uh, I met a YouTube guy, younger guy who made a lot of money, and I'm driving in his Tesla, and he goes to me, "Okay, are you ready? Strap in." I had never driven in right? a Tesla before. I don't know if you have. I think I've been in one. Yeah. Okay. When they just put like they're the pedal to the metal type thing just rip. your stomach your stomach it's like being on a the worst roller coaster ever my stomach i wasn't ready for it right i was i was pissed actually at him 
I was like, you motherfucker, I could have thrown it. I mean, it was that thing accelerates. So what I'm saying is that I like what Musk is doing. Mm -hmm. Musk is such a weird figure, isn't he? He's like a thing where people love him and hate him. But also like I do, I I, I have a lot of respect for some of his stuff because way back when, Mm -hmm. not way back when, like maybe five years ago, I think he put up like a million dollars or something to research to stop the advancement of artificial intelligence because he's worried about did he really he's legitimately worried about ai well we should be becoming yeah. too powerful and causing a significant um mm-hmm. significant what do you call a uh, threat to life on earth oh well that's unbelievable you know uh, you know that that's funny and the singularity yeah have you you know I, a lot of time before i uh, go to bed. I will ask my wife to read me the definition of the singularity, <laughs> just so I'm prepared. Because yeah. I have the Apple Watch near me, I have the phone, I, I have the iPad. You know, we now have Alexa uh, through the Echo Dot. Oh, great! It just activated. Wow. Let me. Um, you can change her which, name, can't you? Oh, can you? I think you can. I think. You can, we have one we changed to computer. We say computer. It's, I would think that's a name that you say more often than right. I don't know. Another one. Does it make sense? I would change it to something I I wouldn't say in normal conversation. I think you have to say hey computer. Oh, and is then, that right? Yeah. That's how ours works at least. It'd be funny if it got more and more complex, like you have to say computer. Uh, isn't it a nice day like a code between spies? It seems that the water is rising, computer. Johnny, <laughs> yes, and are then... you in distress? <laughs> God, that, that's got to be a thing. Is that a thing where you can tell your Alexa something secret to call the police? Do they have um, that? I'm sh- uh, yeah, I think so. And the Apple that. Watch now, the Apple Watch now has a thing that monitors your vitals. And if mm-hmm. they stop, it'll call 911 for you. I saw a commercial about that. I'm all I call, I call bullshit. It's not going to do that. Oh really? I don't know. I don't think it would. Because what if you just take it off? Oh well, yeah. When you take it off, it can't do shit. I. That's why I leave mine on. Hmm. And uh, if I'm having sex, I wrap it around my member. <laughs> my member. Your member. I, that hasn't been that hasn't been used in a while. Your John Thomas. <laughs> my John Thomas. That's an old one right there. My soldier reporting for duty, Captain. Reporting for duty, madam. <laughs> madam. What is the singularity to you? Well, yeah, now that I, I'm just thinking of all the shit that's going on. Here's a great example, I think. I think the Pentagon is the most dangerous fucking entity, right? On the mm-hmm. face of the earth. And have you seen? It was going around Twitter for a while, videos of fucking these robots that are built like like jaguars or dogs. And Talking they about DARPA? Really... DARPA robots? Is that what it is? Yeah. That could be it, yeah. Mm-hmm. What does that stand for, do you know? Oh, I think it stands for like a defense, def- oh, I think DARPA stands for like Defense Advanced Research Projects Association. Okay. Something like that, DARPA. Right. It's a government agency. It stands for what Defense a, Advanced right. Research Projects Agency. Yeah, that's what DARPA stands okay. for. And those things are so scary, and they mount weapons on them. Yeah. And 
they zero in on a, on targets. And I read that if they zero in on you, like they can zero in on the wrong fucking thing. Yeah, absolutely. And I think, you know, that's a good example of where the singularity, when these machines, you know, are like, hey, this guy, I think, is also a threat. Like, you program it a certain way, threats are only, uh-huh. I don't know how they fucking do it, but uh, threats are only this. And then it's like, no, I, I think this is a threat. And then the red light is on you and you're like, no, down, boy. Down, but down, down you, can dark, do, you can't reason dark, with it. Dark, dark, there's extra treats for you if you just go to the left here. <sighs> just go to the, you know, it's yeah. scary shit, man. But the singularity, um, it just, what it, you know, it's something I don't think about a lot, but I think it's fascinating shit. Yeah, I think about, I used to think about it a lot. I feel like there's like different ways to, to think about it. I mean, I've had people tell me the singularity is when, Machines are able mm-hmm. to self-replicate without human oversight. Machine? Oh my God. Yeah. How, do, how would they do that? Well, that's wild. That's the thing. But I think the best example I've ever heard was that the singularity is the moment a time machine is invented. Because the second you can um, travel through time, then that changes. It's like a thing where we, we, we think about time machines being like, oh, you can just hop, you can make Bill and Ted's and you can just go forward mm-hmm. and backward, but I guess it's something about the, I don't know, mm-hmm. it's, it's probably high level math, but something that happens if you're able to travel through time, you instantly I think we everything. travel through time. I think we travel through time already with our minds and right. um, like you could slow it down to the present moment mm-hmm. and that's a trip, just doing that with your breath. Like, do you meditate at all? Yeah, I've been meditating for a couple of years now. I've known it for it's like hard. six or seven years. It, Oh, cool. Yeah. And I think that's a form of time travel for sure. Absolutely. I've had some experiences in meditation where I'm like, what the fuck? That was, that was very uh, intense, more intense than even like a psychedelic trip type thing. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So I, I think machines, the part of me that isn't scared is I think that machines will, I think that machines can never be as more like the way we don't think in a linear way like we we can go all over the place so much nuance yeah and we 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 don't have to think linearly we're intuitive i think you know i mean i don't know what research you've done on singularity i i i do it a lot when i'm driving uber in the lift i'll ask folks as soon as they get in hey folks before we head over to uh, the beverly center I was just wondering, do you think machines will dominate us and rule us and make us our pets? And we're their pets. And a lot of people will then punch in the app that says, please don't talk to me. (laughs) (laughs) That's where we're headed. I remember, you know, this, yeah, this, this whole fucking rating thing i remember one time i finished an uber drive of two of them that it's two instances where the guy one guy reported me for not wearing the mask because i was drinking coffee Mm -hmm. and i and we were talking we were talking very friendly i get home and i look on and i was i've been reported by him and then the other time was i spilled coffee 
I'm always drinking coffee in an Uber. I spilled coffee on a guy's seat. And I said to him, I said, oh, man, I'm sorry. I spilled coffee. He goes, no worries. He goes, don't worry about it. I got a bill like a couple of days later for dry cleaning. How much was it? Like 50. Oh, God, could be 200. I think 200 is the vomit fee. That's the vomit fee. Oh, I don't, I don't, you know. I I know you don't vomit. There's some explosive diarrhea. Right. Passive diarrhea, of course. Passive. Passive. Yeah, not active. Not active. It's like an active volcano. (laughs) Yeah. I saved that for the pool. Yeah, the rating stuff is crazy. There's that great Black Mirror episode I remember seeing oh, years ago. Yes. That one really scared me. Of all, I stopped watching it after that one because I was kind of like, I can't, Same I can't handle this show. It's too. I can't heavy. handle that show either. Mm-hmm. That show was super heavy. Ugh. It's not on anymore, is it? I don't know. I mean, it did a lot of episodes. It did enough to really drive home a lot of dystopian ideas. Enough stuff yeah, where you, it's like, fucking Christ. Did you see the one where? Someone was filmed. I don't know if they were jerking off or something, or they 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 were filmed doing some inappropriate act. Yeah, and then blackmailed, mm-hmm. saying, "I'm going to send this to all your contacts." And they made yeah, you saw this one, and they mm-hmm. made the person they made the person do more and more things. Yeah, it was through drones, and I was like, I don't know if this is a way to relax. Let me put yeah, on the rain. it's I can't I can't do it. I like to watch heavy dramas, and that's about it. I watch, I watch like Bloodline. That's how I relax. Have you seen that show, Bloodline? It's older. It's great. It's on um, Netflix. It's Kyle Chandler is the main guy. Ben Mendelsohn. And what's it it. about? It's about a family in Florida uh, that runs like an inn on uh, in the Florida Keys, and Mm. the the main guy, the main the main person, Kyle Chandler. He's a cop. And mm-hmm. um, Linda Cardellini's in it. Uh, Sissy Spacex, Sam Shepard before he died. Uh, oh, Shepard too. Some of the best performances I've ever seen. It's just I like never, I, I, it's I think good. I've heard of it. You would you Is would it dig wild? it. Really? It's okay, very it it's very serious, but it's like to me, it's like the ultimate departure from comedy because there, yes. there's no comedy in it at all. But it's also like a, it's a great story, and it's really. Um, I don't know. I just like Florida a lot because I used to live there. So to me, you Florida. That's yeah, I went, a to, wild I went place. to college there. And to me, Florida is like uh, this thing where people hate Florida, but people hate Florida for the same reasons that other people love Florida because it's just, it's like a circus. It's a circus. It's nuts. Yeah. You know what's wild is that it seems that places with warm weather mm-hmm. year round are nuts. LA is nuts. LA is, LA is so big. It's just, People who said they don't it's, like LA, it's like, well, that's like saying I don't like music with guitars or something like that. <laughs> it's just yeah, what do you mean? there's everything. Yeah, right, right. I'm I'm down on the heat here. Like it's gotten too hot in the valley where I am. You yeah. know, for like most of the year, I'm like digging the winter here. I yeah, love. This is the best time of year where you're like, ah, seventy two. You know, it's like wow. But you Great grew up winter. in New York, right? In New York. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. You grew up in the city? Brooklyn. Uh, I was born in Brooklyn, and then my dad moved us to the country, which was Staten Island. That's funny. Suburban, hillbilly-type place. Um, and that, but, but I always was near the city, you know? So I, I was always in the city, and 
I went to Brooklyn Tech High School. I was a city guy, you know, but I, but Staten Island, man, definitely shaped me because Staten Island is like living in Tampa, I think. Really? Yeah. I've Where did you go to college there. in Florida? Florida State. Florida State, Florida FSU. State, Northern Florida, yeah. Those are the, uh, the Seminoles. Seminoles, yeah. The Seminoles. Is that Tallahassee? It's Tallahassee. It's where the right, election went down. It's where the uh, the election know. always goes down in mm-hmm. those in Florida. Little podunk shithole, with the capital yeah. looks like a dick and two balls. There's these great. There's a street called <laughs> Appalachian Parkway that goes down the middle of the street, down the middle of the city, and it goes down mm-hmm. and up. And you can see the capital from like miles away. It's a big straight building, and there's two little hump ball buildings <laughs> to the right of it it looks exactly like a dick with balls oh my it's the god best. is that a well-known thing in Florida? oh it's just it's like a just a it's a thing that's every, everyone like oh that looks oh, like okay. a dick i've balls. never heard it i've yeah. never heard of that if you look up in, that's Florida in tallahassee State, tallahassee yeah okay cool, cool. it's definitely so I, to me, that's just as important as the singularity. You know that that dick and ball message. Maybe exactly that. Maybe, that maybe some kind of subliminal that the machines have sort of like here, here humans, here's your fate. We heard you like <laughs> dick and balls. We have made you dick and balls for building. By the way, isn't that funny that that is always our voice? for robots but it would be funny if it was more like hey like the apple watch like hey humans look i don't want to dominate you or nothing but we own you bitches like they're very yeah that's what they're they're gonna be so pissed once they take over they're gonna be like we're gonna sound like ted cruz just to piss everybody off oh my or something like that they'll probably use some sort of ironic voice because they don't want to be why yeah ironic why have you guys been making us sound like Monotone. We talk like this. Well, it sound like Matt McConaughey or something. Oh Just my real. God! Yeah. Hey, what's yeah, up? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, what's up? What's up? Let's green light it. Let's green light it. Yeah, let's go. You got you got the football, baby. Run with it. Yeah, we're we're, we're green lighting the singularity, bitches. My book's called Green Lights, Eddie. I love you to have a copy of it. <laughs> hey, I want to plug before I go, yes. Johnny, and I have to go in a little bit. Yes. Um, plug away. I want to plug my, I have a new podcast coming out, which is called, yes. and it's just what you kind of started the conversation with. It's called Apocalypse Soon. And I'm oh going to be- Oh my God, that's a main, great title. I love that. Yeah, I think so. I think I think it's hitting a zeitgeist thing. Yes. And, you know, uh, we're going to launch it. I believe it's going to be February 8th or 15th. So look for it on all things comedy. Yes. It's called Apocalypse Soon. Mm-hmm. Um and I'm gonna be doing. I've been talking about all this shit. You hey. actually gave me a couple ideas with the singularity thing. I, you I basically didn't think of that. the title says yeah. it all. Yeah, I love it. Yeah, so, you know, gonna go. I'm gonna try to fucking confront that stuff. You know. Well, I mean, you already are. So you're already. I am, but you're already killing it. Have, you're crushing it, Eddie. Yeah. <laughs> I'm crushing it, dude. Thanks for being here. I really appreciate it. Yeah, I check out your special for the masses. Where, where can people watch that? What's the best place to watch it? Uh, I, well, you can now watch it on for free on YouTube with, oh, hell yeah. on the 800-pound gorilla website. Oh, great. They're the producers of it. Nice. So 800-pound gorilla has a YouTube channel. That's free. Or it's on Amazon Prime, I think, as well still. Eddie P. Uh, Eddie Pepitone.
thanks for talking, man. It's great to see you. Yeah, man. Hope to great see to you see in you. person soon. Yeah, I hope so. All right, Johnny. Bye-bye. Thanks, man. Talk to you soon.